This is a 980 CKNW podcast. You are live with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here in studio. I've got Graham Williams and Christina Stoyanova with me. We have lots to talk about on today's program. We, of course, will uh, be chatting about what's streaming this week on Netflix, Amazon, and Crave. We've got our Hot 5 app countdown. This week, it's the Hot 5 stargazing apps. And we've got a great interview uh, about an app uh, called Adam Helps. Uh, It matches you up with uh, your neighbors or people in your community to help you with household tasks that you want to get done. But first, let's get into some of the app news. And this is kind of interesting. Uh, Although we one day might see Uber and Lyft in Vancouver, it is available in every other major city in the world, uh, the ride-sharing apps. Well, there's uh, actually some apps out there that uh, compare the uh, the two together as far as uh, time and and pricing. Uh, but Uber and Lyft are always trying to uh, crush these price comparison apps. Graham, tell us more. So when we take a look at this, this is a new app called Bellhop. And the idea here is that it actually compares uh, not just Uber and Lyft, but uh, different apps like Juno and Curb. And basically will tell you uh, who's going to be the most efficient, so who's going to be the fastest, and who's going to be the most cost effective. Uh, so in some cases, you know, you can uh, you can Uber pool or you can Lyft pool. Um, and with these apps, you can actually make a better choice. So instead of being loyal to one app, which I'm sure Uber and Lyft would absolutely love, you can actually be more loyal to yourself and your pocketbook and your own timelines. Uh, naturally, they, they don't want to see these apps continue because they're, uh, they, they're, their best amount of profit is made by getting you to just lock into one ecosystem and, and keep going that way. I love this. I didn't know this existed, to be honest. I use uh, Uber and Lyft all the time when I'm in pretty well any other city besides Vancouver. <laughs> so, you know, I do a lot of traveling to Toronto and, and New York, and I am constantly using uh, pr- probably most mostly Uber, but I would love to have an app that would actually do the price comparison. Yeah. There is a big difference sometimes. Well, it's not just price com- comparison. It's also about getting you there faster. So if there's no Uber in your area and it's going to take, you know, 15 minutes for someone to get to you, but there's a lift that's five minutes away, that's a no-brainer if you're heading to a meeting or... Yeah, you know, trying to catch a movie or something. And and this is inherently going against the uh, monetization model of these these services. You know, Uber and Lyft and all of these other services have surge pricing. So when there's a major event and a lot of people want to use the service, the prices go up. Some more drivers come out. So then the prices can go down. Some more people can get rides. It's kind of a cyclical thing. And by being able to sort of circumvent this, uh, you can actually get around surge pricing by going with the service that has the best price for you and the best time for you at that point. I know for myself, I've done the same thing that you have, Mike, which is I tend to def- to default to Uber. It's just, it's the one that I was used to the most. But knowing their reputation in the community right now, I've kind of been trying to move to Lyft as well. Uh, I've got I've got a trip to Vegas coming up very soon, and I think I'm actually going to install Bellhop and actually see if I can uh, make better use of, of more of these services. This is also an interesting topic just because uh, we're seeing cities like New York talk about introducing uh, you know, fair wages for Uber drivers and uh, other ride-hailing systems. So with these types of apps where, you know, it's taking a bite out of their profitability, it's it'll be interesting to see how they're going to handle all that because it seems like they're uh, two forces that are, you know, applying, a pre- applying pressure from different angles. Absolutely, yeah. It's interesting. Uh, I was in New York uh, on my last trip and... Some of these Uber drivers are making really good money, uh, very enterprising. Uh, some of them are actually uh, getting additional cars and, and renting that out to 
I guess, drivers that don't have cars and making money that way. It's the rise of the taxi industry again. We're, we're seeing this happen right? in cycles. It's the same thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah there's one guy I, I had a, an Uber ride with. He had four other cars at, that he was renting out to like his cousins. That's fascinating. Right? And so he's renting them out for 400 bucks a week. Huh. So I, can imagine that. So he gets a lease for a car uh, for, let's say, even three or $400, pretty cheap down in the U.S., and he's renting it out for like three or $400 a week. So he's making some good profit the more cars he has going. Huh. Those who have money make money. I got a question for you. Do you guys tip when it comes to ride-sharing services? No. 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 Interesting. I do every once in a while. Do you? Like, you know, with the, if there's good conversation or if I get insight to local stuff. When I was down in New Orleans, I got some great insight to some, some restaurants and I tipped down. But uh, curious. Yeah. All right. I guess maybe I'm cheap that way. <laughs> well, it's, I mean... I'll look into it though, Graham. It, it, it's, it's less obligatory now because you're not, you know, doing the, the, the monetary transaction with the person. You don't feel as obliged. Kind of, kind of interesting. You know, I find that whenever you put a tip option in front of me, I suddenly feel guilty not tipping, mm-hmm. even if I've never tipped for this type of thing before in my life. Like recently, coffee shops have started putting that yeah, option I'm, on the visa machine and I'm, I'm like... I'm struggling with that. You know, I already paid $5 for my coffee. <laughs> can't afford any more money. Well, no, it's just, you know, isn't that what I'm paying for? Anyway. Fair, fair. Okay. So quickly here, uh, pot and alcohol delivery app to launch in BC. It's called Designated Delivery. How, can this be legal? It absolutely is. I mean, there, there have been uh, alcohol delivery services in BC for a very long time, um, which is, you know, great if you're looking to have additional libations, you've run out and perhaps you've consumed something, so you don't want to get behind the wheel. Um, and as marijuana becomes legal, uh, cannabis becomes legal, should be actually use the proper name, cannabis uh, becomes legal, uh, being able to have that delivered is probably not a bad idea as well, because we don't want people on the roads after they've consumed this stuff. So why not? Also, apparently, uh, your Uber drivers can actually, uh, you know, alert Uber that you, you're you under the influence. So uh, you probably don't want to be getting an Uber to uh, go restock <laughs> anymore now that we know that. Fair. Well, uh, before we uh, hit our break, uh, let's learn something about our, our iOS devices. iPhone tip of the week. Unleash the power of your iOS device. What do we got this week, Graham? So this week's iOS tip of the week is based on the new iOS 12. So this is actually a little bit of forecasting onto how you're going to use uh, this new service when it launches uh, later in September. Uh, so underneath the Photos app, you're going to find the new For You tab, which replaces uh, Memories. And so if you've used Memories in the past, it basically brings together pictures and uh, and dates to, to let you to do that. Uh, For You now has something called sharing suggestions. So when you tap down at the bottom of the screen, it's going to recognize people in photos uh, based on their image recognition. So if you've added them to your contacts, uh, and if you've done that, you'll be able to tap on For You and uh, select all of those pictures and then share them. To people. So all you do is uh, tap on for you, select those pictures, hit next, and it'll show you the people in your, in your contacts that it may match or people who it's matched up with you based on your location. All you have to do is tap share in messages and you'll be able to share, the, uh, share these things uh, via iMessage or via AirDrop. So that is your iPhone tip of the week for iOS 12 coming in September. Uh, share in messages with for you. You're listening to the app show here on the Chorus Radio Network. We'll be back shortly after this. Wouldn't it be nice if uh, you needed something done around the house and there was an app that would match you up with uh, maybe one of your neighbors for a small price? Well, there is now, and it's called Adam Helps. On the line, we've got Adam McLeod, uh, the man behind Adam Helps. Thanks for joining us, Adam. 
Hey, thanks for having me. So tell us about your app. I found this fascinating. You know, there's uh, a lot of, uh, you know, different types of apps out that can line you up with handymen and mechanics. Yours is a little bit different in that it tries to match you up with uh, maybe a neighbor or someone very local. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you kind of nailed it there. Um, I'm from a small town, and I remember growing up, we used to always know who in the neighborhood would come and do your lawn or who might help you with a certain task or a small repair or something like that. But because of urban density and, and the fact that we're kind of living on top of each other now, we don't always know who's around us. And yet there's a lot of skilled labor um, and people looking to make some money on the side who would be willing to help you. But how would you know that they're there? Um, and so I was living actually in the same condo building in, in downtown Toronto. And I realized that, you know, I think I'm friendly and helpful, but I didn't actually know who was around me. And I thought, how would the person on the fifth floor know that I would help them walk their dog on the weekend or watch their place while they're gone on vacation or something like that. And I noticed that that didn't exist in the market, so we set out to build it, and that's what's turned into Adam Health today. So run our listeners uh, through how it, uh, how it works. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty simple concept. It's basically, uh, you once you log on, you can identify somebody who's looking to do work for other people, and you can set out a profile that says, I'm interested in doing dog walking or... Um, or small repairs or to help somebody move. Um, or you can be somebody who's looking to post jobs. So maybe you're somebody who needs their lawn done or who needs some of those services. And you build a profile based on that identification, and you can also be both. Um, and then based on that, you're either kind of generally looking for jobs if you're a helper, um, or you're going to be posting jobs if you're a job owner. Um, so you would kind of think of it in terms of like, and I don't want to say like a modern Kijiji, but you're, you're just setting up the details of the task if you're a job owner. So I, I need somebody to walk my dog, Billy, for $20 an hour, Monday through Wednesday at this time. Um, and then you can either send that message out to people in your area, because um, we have a map that shows geolocation, so you can see that there's a dog walker 50 meters away from you or 100 meters away from you. Um, or you can post the job and wait for responses and then go through the most appropriate or the best profile and, and ask that person to do the work for you. Um, and what we love about it is that it really, the differentiator is that it's really empowering the user to make their own decisions about who they want to be doing work with them or for them. Um, or if you're a helper, you get to decide the exact jobs you want to do. We're not sending some random person to your house. We're not, we're not sending a, a third party company to your house. These are your neighbors. These are the people in your community that live around you, that are close to you, um, that are just looking to help you out for a couple extra dollars on the side. So this could be anything from mowing your lawn to uh, helping you fix your deck? Yeah, we're really looking at those sort of like those jobs where sometimes you just need an extra set of hands um, or if it's something that you don't really want to do. Um, so it can be really those small kind of tasks like do the weaving in the yard or um, do a small repair or stain the deck or help me paint a room. Or, for example, me, you know, I posted many jobs on the app and I'm a pretty strong guy, but I can't lift a queen mattress out of my place by myself. So when I got a new mattress, I needed help to do that. So sometimes you just need somebody else for those types of things as well. Um, so it's really, we're not looking for like, I need somebody to rebuild my home or to renovate my entire um, basement. It's not really that scope of work. It's really the neighborly friendly, hey, you know, you got an extra couple hours, can you come help me with whatever random task this is. We've seen people, I need help build a tramp, building a trampoline or rolling out a pool cover or cleaning out my crowded garage or basement or helping me organize my basement. 
Um, so just those types of tasks that can be tedious, but you just need some extra help sometimes. That's really what we're finding has been the core use of the app so far, which we're delighted about because it's, it's just perfect. It's also great for people with physical disabilities. Oh, I saw somebody who had their, he twisted his knee playing soccer um, and needed help walking his dog every day. And, and so that was really helpful and, and made us feel good about the work we're doing as well. So if you've been recently injured or have some issues, it's a great way to have affordable help um, that's close to you that can get things done. I could get someone to help me build my IKEA furniture. Yes, that is a very popular task as well. <laughs> um, in the summer, we saw in the summer we saw a lot of barbecues because assembling a barbecue you like feels like you need a PhD to do it sometimes. Um, so building things, building IKEA furniture, um, you know that's perfect because you know I had a flood in my condo in the fall and I had to replace everything. Um, and I got a lot of things delivered from Wayfair and, and Ikea, and it was I couldn't do it myself because you need they're too big, the furniture pieces, right? So you need somebody to hold this while you screw that and unbolt this. Um, so that was a perfect use for the app in that example, too. And the cool thing is that you set the term. I mean, all, all these other kind of home services competitors, I guess, um, they set the prices, and they have commission, and it's really expensive um, to get that work done. It's a different offering than what we offer because in, in our case, we believe that people like, you know, you and I know how much you should generally be paying somebody per hour um, to do a job. And we do provide those recommendations, but we empower the user to say, hey, if you think your place is $20 an hour to clean it, do it. If it's like it needs some real help and it's $25 an hour, then, then post it for that and see who's willing to do the work for that amount and, and negotiate it amongst yourselves. The truth is we're always negotiating. We're negotiating, you know, if you're on a dating site, I heard you guys talking about Tinder last, on the last episode, you're, you're always negotiating the terms of when you're going to meet somebody. Do you want to meet them in a public place? Can you have them in your home? Like, what are the terms there? And that's what we've done. We've just created the platform for people. You know what you need to get done. You post the terms. You post the hours. And you will find somebody in your area to do it for that amount. Um, so it's super flexible, it's user-friendly, we're not taking a cut, and it's all about community building and helping people um, get to know their neighbors again. We're talking with Adam McLeod, the man behind Adam Helps, a free app that uses geolocation to match people with household jobs they need help with to people nearby who are able to assist. What cities are we looking at right now? Well, we launched our app in Toronto in the fall of last year, and uh, once we surpassed 10,000 users, we expanded to Calgary. We still consider ourselves to be in our early days as a startup, just having launched within the last year. Um, so that's where we're finding the concentration of our users right now in Toronto and Calgary. We wanted to see how the app would perform in two major cities, but cities that were quite different demographically in terms of the way that they're built and their layout and, and that type of thing. Um, the app is growing organically, and because it's neighbor and peer-to-peer, we don't actually have to say that we're officially in this city, like like an Uber or something else would have to do, um, because really, wherever there are people who download the app, y'all can make it work yourselves, right? Um, but the concentrations that we're seeing are so far definitely Toronto, um, with over 10,000 active users, and, and in Calgary as well. We just launched there a few weeks ago, um, which we're really excited about because it seems to be a concept that looks like it's going to work, uh, hopefully, in many other cities, but so far, those are the two that we've targeted. Adam, how do you make money? That's a good question. I mean, if we don't take commission and it's free to download and we don't have a service fee, then, then how do I pay my rent every month? Um, and, and I do, just barely. No, but, um, you know, it's a freemium model. 
And we aren't really, if you think of something like a let go or a Tinder or Grinder, they didn't make money for years. Their idea was to build something that mattered first, secure your users, get that base, and then look for ways to monetize afterwards. And they did so by introducing Tinder Plus, Grinder Extra, um, and some are still building their base. Like I think let go, which is the app to sell you things, I believe is still entirely free. And yet they raised in their first round like $200 million in funding without a single plan on how to make a dollar of it back, at least nothing that was disclosed. So for us, what we're looking at in the future are having things like add-ons and insurance add-ons so that you can insure any task, um, an ability to have a premium profile, so a profile that stands out or perhaps has a picture or resumes or something, something to that effect. Um, and we're also looking at the potential of expanding it to what I would call paraprofessional services, because I'm always thinking, like, what could people use it for? Wouldn't it be great if I could find, like, a hairdresser in my neighborhood and maybe I could go to their place and get my hair done or an esthetician or a photographer? So maybe those kind of paraprofessionals might want to, you know, pay to be on the app to, to promote their business um, to people that are in their area. So those are all options, but the truth is, we love design thinking. We love the feedback loop, build, measure, learn. So our users and the people who are on the app will dictate what they love and what they want, and then that will be what guides us towards the best way for us to monetize. But our investors believe in the idea. They love the idea of building communities. Um, so we're not in any rush to start charging people you know, any fees to be on the app. We just want to see it grow, and we want to see it help people right now. That's Adam McLeod from the app Adam Helps, a free app that uses geolocation to match people with household jobs they need help with to people nearby who are able to assist. Thanks for joining us today, Adam. Thanks for having me, Mike. It was a pleasure. When we come back from the break, it's the Hot 5 App Countdown. You're listening to the App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You are back with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here with Graham Williams and Christina Stoyanova. Before we get to our Hot 5 app countdown, we're going to get our Facebook tip of the week. What do you got, Graham? Our Facebook tip of the week is actually kind of a bit of a fun one here. It's a great way to say hello to someone without actually sending a message. Uh, If you pop onto someone's profile, you'll see a couple of buttons. You'll see add friend if they're not already friends. Uh, You'll see your, your friendship status if you are. And you'll see a button now that's called hello. If you hover over that button or tap on it on mobile and press and hold, you'll actually be given the option to do a couple of things. You'll see the hello hug, wink, high five, and the old poke button. Poke Poke. is still there. I love poke. (laughs) So you can actually choose any one of these, and it will send this person a uh, personalized Facebook message that just has that. This person has waved, they've hugged you, they've winked at you, they've given you a high five, or they have poked at you. So that's this week's Facebook tip of the week, saying hello without actually having to type a darn thing by using these features. The Weekly App Hot five. It's that time. This week, it's the Hot Five Stargazing Apps, uh, a great countdown for the summer months here. What do we got, guys? Number five. Starting out at number five, we have Deluxe Moon Pro, and this is for iOS. It is a $3.99 app, and it's a great app that focuses on our glorious satellite up in the sky, the moon. It includes all of the moon phases, a calendar so you can see uh, when it's going to be in those phases, solar and lunar eclipse, and statistics about moon phases. Uh, For those of you who are feeling a little more ethereal, it has some astrology, some horoscopes, and some lunar forecasts. Very cool. We're talking about the Hot Five... Stargazing apps this week. Number four, what do we have? Number four is Skyview. This one is available 
on Android only, but it is free, which is nice. It helps you see stars, planets, satellites, and constellations through your Android by pointing your camera at the sky. It will identify any star, planet, or constellation. And when you touch any of these elements, you can uh, get more information on them, like their name the and their distance from the Earth. Very cool. Hot five stargazing apps. Number three. Number three is Sky Guide. And again, this is another $4 app on iOS. Uh, this app won the 2014 Apple Design Award. Uh, and it's very similar to Skyview, but it lets you point your iPhone or iPad up at the sky to identify stars, planets, and constellations. Works without Wi-Fi data or GPS. Uh, and it gives you gives rise gives you things like the, uh, the rise and set time of the sun and the moon, uh, events like meteor showers. The cool thing about this one, the thing I love the most, is it will actually let you travel through time to see what the sky looked like on a particular day. So, for example, the day that you were born. I'm going to give a shout out right now to the guys over at Pure Image Technologies in Yaletown because they do fiber optic ceilings and they can do this where they can make your ceiling look like a particular day, like the day that you got uh, the day where you were born or the day that you got engaged or married. Oh, that's cool. It's really neat stuff. Yeah. 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 I like it. We're talking about the hot five stargazing apps this week. Coming at number two. Number two is Star Chart. This one is available for both Android and iOS for free. Like Sky Guide and Skyview, this app lets you point your device toward the sky to get information about what you're looking at and provides that information using augmented reality overlays, which is really cool. It also calculates the current location of every star and shows you where they are, even in broad daylight. It's really amazing, these apps. You know, I remember I was really into astronomy when I was a kid and uh, actually... I was lucky my parents bought me a telescope, but it was hard, like finding the stars. I mean, you had to have books and then finding them. The stars move, well, because the Earth is moving, right? <laughs> so, um, you know, depending how far away they were and how powerful your telescope, um, you know, you could buy this additional uh, thing for the telescope that would actually move with the Earth's rotation to kind of keep that, that star or planet you were looking at uh, in focus. A little servo motor, yeah. Yeah. Well, now, on, on that now note, the kids are all spoiled. <laughs> they have these apps on their phones. So the number one stargazing app, what do we have? Well, on that note, the number one stargazing app actually ties into books that I used to buy. This is an app called Night Sky. And I actually have a number of uh, volumes of Night Sky that, you know, as you said, basically, as the planet rotates, these these uh, books and these maps become out of date. So Night Sky is free for iOS, and it uh, gives you a virtual representation of the, of the night sky to identify stars and planets and constellations. Uh, but the paid features on this app, if you do the in-app purchases, let you walk through the entire solar system. Uh based on time and space. So again, you can travel through time and space. You can also set notifications for certain objects. If you're waiting for, for example, a, uh, a rise of Venus or Mars, or you're looking for a particular event to happen, uh, you can get notifications for that as well. So our number one app is Night Sky. Night Sky. And these are all available on iOS and Android? Uh, most of them are on iOS. And again, uh, Skyview is Android only. Very cool. Well, let's switch gears. Uh, Graham, what's our game app of the week? Our game app of the week is Look Your Loot. So this is a very cool, involving card game with a bit of magic and some very simple rules. You get four, nine, or 16 cards representing your brave hero. Then you can move one to the step to the right, the left, up or down, and you're traveling through a dungeon to unlock chests, uh, drink potions, collecting coins, and avoiding traps and defeating bosses. So this is a very simple game uh, with some really fun mechanics. You will die in this game, but the cool thing is the more you die, the more you learn. Uh, and it's a really fun game for trying to find new loot by defeating bosses. So it is available for iOS and Android. Uh, it's free, but offers in-app purchases. And uh, it's called Look Your Loot. 
When we come back from the break, it's streaming time. We're going to tell you what hot shows and movies are on Netflix, Crave, and Amazon. You're listening to The App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. We'll be back shortly after this. You are back with The App Show. Mike Agarbo here with Graham and Christina. Still uh, some more apps to talk about. And uh, right now, we want to talk about what's happening on Netflix, Amazon, and Prime. Streaming this week. We've got a few shows going on here this week. We will uh, start with uh, Netflix, and this uh, series is called Queen of the South, and here's a little clip. How did you find me? Would you mind pointing that somewhere Answer else? the question. There's a contract out on someone they call La Princesa. I did some digging, found out this princess is moving Bolivian coke. So I followed Sicarios hoping to help. That's bitch. It's the truth. Why would you do that? The last time we met, you offered me a partnership. And you tried to kill me. If I really wanted to kill you, you'd be dead. You know that. You'd be dead. You know that. So this is a, uh, a story about a woman who's forced to work for a cartel that recently killed her boyfriend. Her name is Teresa, and she relies on her street smarts, a loyal pal, and a mysterious notebook to survive. Also on Netflix, a really kind of fun series called Dark Tourist. My name is David Ferrier, and I've always been drawn to the weirder side of life. So I've decided to investigate dark tourism, a global phenomenon where people choose to vacation in places associated with death and destruction. What is it about going into war zones? Because I don't want to see it in a documentary. Do you want to see it firsthand? Oh my God, the level of radiation, that's higher than around Chernobyl. This, this looks like a crazy series. So essentially this guy goes to places that are dangerous, uh, murders are happened, war zones. It's kind of crazy. I'm not sure that I'd actually want a vacation on a nuclear lake, so I'm glad someone's actually done it for me. Anyway, on Netflix, so you'll probably want to check it out. This one, I think most parents will uh, want to uh, check out. Multiple reports are now coming in of parents murdering their own children. Listen to me. This is a crazy one uh, as well, Graham. So it's basically a movie. It's got Nicolas Cage uh, uh, in it, Selma Blair. I love those two actors, although Nicolas Cage could be a little more choosy with some of his roles. (laughs) Uh, It's about parents that uh, essentially go crazy and uh, try to murder their kids. I'm really glad my parents live across the country. That's uh, that's it's it's nice to have a little bit of distance on that one. I think so, right? Also on Netflix, if you like David Spade and uh, that kind of humor, we've got Father of the Year. That guy came over here and tried to fight you. What would you do? That guy's a marine. I would take my beating like a true American. And who would you fight? I'd totally fight your dad. Let me put it this way: my dad looks like a human muppet, and I'm a hundred percent sure he could kick your dad's ass. Who do you think would win? He's a lot bigger than you. Uh, he'd probably be sober, which is a huge plus. Do you know how many fights I've been in? I don't know. Six, seven, if you count that little dust up I had. <laughs> uh, it's from uh, the Happy Madison folks. Uh, you know Adam Sandler and uh, the group. So, kind of uh, uh, a really deep comedy. A deep comedy about my dad can beat up your dad. Got it. Right. Check. We also. Uh, We've got more shows, so we're talking about what's streaming this week on Crave TV now. We have Carter, which is uh, starring uh, Jerry O'Connell. Do you remember him? I do remember Jerry O'Connell. this is made in Canada. 
I'm Harley Carter, and I play a detective on my hit TV show, Call Carter. I was living the Hollywood dream until it became a nightmare. First you sleep with my wife, and then you come Harley, for that party? Go! And it all came crashing down. So I headed home to reconnect with the people who knew me best. Detective Carter, I need your help. It's my mom. She's been murdered. If I can look at this like it's my show, maybe we can figure this out. Harley, you do realize that life is not like a TV show, right? A lot of those bits should still be inside of his head. <laughs> Jerry O'Connell, uh, it's it's interesting. So this is a, a Canadian-made uh, show. He plays a uh, an actor who played a cop who moves back to his hometown and pretends to be a cop. I'm going to have my headcanon have this actually be just another episode of Sliders. Sliders. Do you remember that show? Right. That was a, a cool program uh, back in the day. Well, uh, on Crave TV, it is Shark Week. We have the Great Hammerhead Invasion. For the first time ever, I'll attempt to give the Great Hammerhead Shark an underwater ultrasound. Discover a shark's maternal secret. Pretty remarkable. Shark Week continues with Great Hammerhead Invasion. Okay, so this, <laughs> this, this dude, and Christina, you would probably love this show, uh, he is this diver that attempts to take ultrasounds of pregnant hammerhead sharks underwater. How could this not be great? How could this not end terribly? Do hammerhead, they must eat people. <laughs> They're sharks, right? You know, I feel like you need to brush up on your shark knowledge before we can start having these conversations. Well, you know, I'm not going to go in the water and try to stick a wand, uh, you know, up against some shark's belly. Like, what kind of... Fortunately, you've got someone to do it for you. So there you, there we go. And you can watch it all on TV. Yay. Finally, we have uh, what's on Amazon Prime Video. We've got uh, an interesting movie with Ewan McGregor called Zoe. What if I told you I am a synthetic? What if I told you I could engage your emotions and sense what you're feeling better than anyone in this room? I wonder all the time if you, if you think about me. I thought you might feel So this is a weird sci-fi love story. Some of your favorite, I know, Graham. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know exactly how to describe <laughs> this movie, uh, but essentially it uh, again stars Ewan McGregor, two colleagues at a revolutionary research lab, design technology to improve and perfect romantic relationships. As their work progresses, their discoveries become more profound. More profound as in, maybe we should just talk to each other. I think one of the scientists falls in love with the robot they made. I like it already. And Ewan McGregor is not happy about it. Oh, well, shame. So this has got everything for women and men. Yeah. I'm going to take a hard pass on this one, but thanks for that. But robots in love. (laughs) Robots in love. Well, let's switch gears now. Let's get our creative app of the week. This is brought to you by our friends over at Vancouver Film School. What do we have? So this week's uh, creative app of the week is Enlight Photo Fox. It's available for iOS and Android. It is free, but there are in-app purchases. And you can take your photo editing game to the next level without having to learn Photoshop. This lets you filter, color, superimpose, and use all sorts of other really cool effects. Uh, won a great award last year, another one of Apple's 2017 design awards. Uh, and it's actually very, very cool to use. It has raw support for uh, raw photo images and uh, lots of really technical features like 16-bit image depth, really cool stuff like that. And with this, the uh, unlimited access subscription, you get access to all of those features either monthly or annually. So this week's Creative App of the Week from Vancouver, photo, uh, Vancouver Film School and Light Photo Fox. 
That's kind of cool. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, and you've tried this. I have, yeah. yeah. It's, it's actually one that I use fairly regularly. What do you use it for? Um, basically for image masking, so you can sort of knock out backgrounds you and do things a lot like of image that. masking? I do, yeah. So yeah. When, you, when you take a picture of something cool, but the background isn't quite as neat, or you like want to isolate my, it. Like most of my pictures. Yeah, you can knock that out, or you can overlay that image over top of something else, and uh, do some cool things like adjusting tonality and grain and all that sort of good stuff. Very cool. Well, we still have some time left here on the App Show. When we come back from the break, it's that time we cover our fitness app of the week and our travel app of the week for all those uh, people venturing out for their summer holidays. You're listening to the App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. We'll be back shortly after this. You are back with the App Show. Mike Graham and Christina here. We've got a little bit of time left, and we've got a few more apps to talk about Let's start off with our fitness app of the week. What are we looking at, Graham? Our fitness app of the week is one that will let you bring your OM with you on the go. It is Pocket Yoga for iOS and Android. It is $3.99 to buy outright, and there are in-app purchases to help you get more advanced features, but you can practice yoga anytime, anywhere. It's got a database that contains uh, instructions and illustrations for more than 200 poses, uh, and it actually has an Apple Watch and uh, a notification and an Apple widget, which gives you a pose of the day. So if you want to work on some new and interesting poses, you can do that. So uh, basically, that's our our fitness app of the week, Pocket Yoga. Pocket Yoga. Yeah. Is this something you would use? Yeah, I actually have used it. Have you? Yeah. Well, that's that's why it's why our app it's why our, it's our app of the week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do use these things, you know. Sometimes I wonder. Sometimes I wonder. This is kind of a weird thing. Christina, would you use that Pocket Yoga? Uh, you know, I'm not the biggest yoga lover these no. days, so. I've been doing a lot of hot yoga lately, um, which in the summer seems really regrettable, but it's actually been very refreshing. I just can't picture it. <laughs> it's probably for the best. Christina, let's uh, yeah. venture into travel territory. What's our travel app of the week? As every guest or every uh, listener right now is picturing Graham and Downward Dog. That's, what, that's what's happening. <laughs> Savasana really is my, that's, that's my go-to. Uh, travel app of the week this week is Yfinity. This one's available on iOS and Android for free. If you run out of mobile data when you're traveling or you just need to pop onto a Wi-Fi network for a short time, then this is the app for you. It features an interactive map that shows you where the nearest Wi-Fi hotspot is, even when you're offline. Uh, it will also allow you to add Wi-Fi networks that you discover uh, and add them as favorites. Really? Yeah. This is cool. Have you used it? I have not because I just See, discovered Graham, see? this one. <laughs> <laughs> I go the extra mile. Um. Yes. Well, there's only so much traveling I can do, you guys, <laughs> to test all these apps. You do in. way too much traveling. You're hardly ever here. <laughs> what are cool. you talking about? I'm so, always here. So what's it called again? Yfinity. Yfinity. Yeah. Well, it sounds uh, very, very interesting. Don't forget to... Uh, Check out our sister show every Saturday, and we've been doing it for years now. It's called Get Connected. It's all about digital living, everything from smart homes to digital cameras uh, to smartphones. We cover all of it. We've got usually some uh, great uh, guests and tips and tricks. Again, it's called Get Connected uh, on the Chorus Radio Network, broadcast out of CKNW 980 in Vancouver every Saturday morning, Pacific time, 10 to 11. So I encourage you to check it out. Want to thank everyone for listening to the app show this week and also want to thank Graham and Christina for putting it all together. This is Mike, Graham and Christina signing off. We will see you again next time. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app. 
TuneIn, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.